Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. Before we begin, I should warn you that some of you may find what you are about to hear rather disturbing. All right, welcome to another exciting episode of the Until Dawn podcast. My name is Koi. Unfortunately, on this episode, I'm going to be flying solo. Usually, Felicia is with me, but don't stop listening just yet. I got some uh, pretty interesting information for you guys on this episode. So, first off, thanks for tuning in and remembering that uh, Felicia and I still do have a podcast, even though it's been quite a while since we put anything out. You know, unfortunately, we've been dealing with kind of working opposite schedules and trying to get together to plan out episodes and talk about what we're going to podcast about and that's kind of put a hindrance on how things have been going with the podcast so going forward there may be some more of these kind of one-off episodes just talking about different paranormal things where it's just one of us either her or myself but don't worry, we will be doing episodes where it's both of us talking about paranormal locations and more of the style of episodes that we've been doing in the past. Alright, so since we got all the housekeeping out of the way, now we can dive into this episode. And to start that off, I want to go right into talking about Spooky Scoops, because I've got a great story for you guys. You've heard of this uh big cat that's supposed to be around. <laughs> of course. Some say it's a puma. Others, a giant ape. And still others say it's the sukara. A sukara? It's a new kind of animal to me. That's a famous jungle demon that tears living animals to shreds with its claws and then feeds upon them. Has been known to attack humans also. Hasn't so far, I hope. No. But I'm sure it will. All right, as I said, I've got a great story for you guys with this episode, Spooky Scoops. A woman in Louisiana ended up setting her own house on fire after attempting to exercise a possessed couch. Yes, I promise you did hear me correctly. It was a possessed couch. Now, fortunately, nobody was injured. Of course, it is unknown if the exorcism worked. But after being treated for smoke inhalation, the woman was promptly arrested by the fire marshal. Now, of course, with all that being said, I thought this was just a kind of one and done funny story. But possibly the joke may be on me since after looking into this, I found out that this was far from the first supposed possessed couch and a more famous one is actually located down in Texas. So yeah, to my disbelief, after doing this research, I was actually able to find a story from about a year ago where a furniture store in Waco, Texas reportedly had a haunted couch out on display in their furniture store. Now the picture I saw of it did have two signs on it literally cautioning people that it was haunted. Now, upon first look, I'll say one of the most haunting things about it is how ugly it is. I mean, this thing, in my opinion, is absolutely hideous. So another thing I found is an actual local 
news station down there actually did a little segment on this couch, and I'm going to play that for you right now. Well, we first brought you this story last night at 10 o'clock. It's about a haunted couch, and it bears repeating, I think. it's uh, If you don't believe in ghost stories, you probably won't believe this, but several Central Texans say this haunted sofa is a real deal. It can now be yours at a local consignment shop, but as Christopher Heath shows us, the couch might be a little more than you bargained for. It's a couch, a basic couch. There are places in this world where the line between good and evil blurs, places where the light of day never seems to reach. In Waco, the harbinger of this evil comes with six legs, two arms, and three cushions. A gentleman bought this couch, took it home to his house, that night, two kitchen cabinets opened in his kitchen, and he thought it was a fluke deal. He closed them and went to bed. Got up the next morning, all the kitchen counters were opened. He closed them again. The next night, the same thing. All his kitchen counters in his house were opened. The story of this haunted couch is shrouded in mystery. Where it's from, who made it, and what took it from a simple living room accessory into a gateway to the dark side is unknown. Said he had a sulfur smell in the house, like somebody had been lighting matches and blowing them out. He did it for five nights and took it out and put it in the garage. And at that point, he claims everything stopped. But the story of this couch and the horror that it wrought on one family is at least, according to legend, all too real. So he returned it to our store, came in and said, sell it for whatever you can sell it. He said, the sofa's haunted. I don't want any part of it. Get it away from me. He came in and left in a big hurry. I've, I've advertised it now as a haunted sofa, question mark. At $249, the couch is still for sale. It comes with no warranty, just a warning. Well, since we started investigating the tales of this so-called haunted couch, some very unexplained things have been happening right here in the News 10 newsroom. Computers have crashed, cell phone service has been disrupted, and audio has been erased from tapes, just to name a few. Now, here are some first-hand accounts of the unexplained events. Among the video clips I loaded was the story about the haunted couch. Didn't think much about it. And about a half hour later, sat down to write in the same word template I use every single day. And it was doing a lot of very strange things. Uh, what I finally discovered was that it had set up all the uh, functions to indicate where you deleted words and where you had uh, inserted words. Um, a function called track changes. Uh, I've never used that, never will, don't intend to. Uh, but this morning it was working for some reason. I looked at the stories on Saturday and there was audio on it. After I recorded the couch story onto that tape, audio gone. Put the video in here to ingest it into the computer system off of the disks that we shoot on, and the system crashed. It crashed to the extent that this entire editing suite was inoperable all of Saturday and all of Sunday. The last thing that happened at this editing station before it went haywire was that uh, we ingested that video with the haunted couch on it. All right, so there you go. Apparently, the evil, as said, from the haunted couch is now transferred to the tape that they shot the video on, is now destroying equipment at the news station. All right, so hopefully, you guys enjoyed that as much as I did. 
I, uh, I thought it was pretty funny. And please be careful when exercising the evil spirits from your furniture. You never know when something may get out of hand. Alright, so with that being said, let's go ahead and dive into this episode's main topic, which is the link between paranormal activity and bad weather. sudden draft from a window that was supposed to have been closed. A chill at the back of the neck. Groans, creaks, and bumps in the night. Man has always been frightened by the dark. Troubled by noises just beyond the reach of lights. Occurrences just beyond the reach of understanding. So while I was doing some research on a paper that I'm writing on rising ocean temperatures and its adverse effects on the weather that kind of got me thinking about how I've heard about stormy weather or just bad weather causing more paranormal activity than normal how oh it's stormy we're going to get some good activity tonight and that kind of thing so why is that why do we get more paranormal activity during a storm or bad weather you know is there because this entity had an emotional connection to storms did they die in a storm you know unfortunately it's you know one of those things where there's flooding or bad weather you know accidents do happen is that why or is there possibly a more scientific explanation for that you know many people believe that ghosts draw their energy from something personally i believe there's no reason why a ghost couldn't draw energy from multiple different sources you know it's just like there's more than one way to power your car or your house so there's no reason why a ghost would not have that ability to draw energy from multiple sources and the weather could potentially be one of those. But to break it down even more than that, you know, what exactly about certain types of weather? The main one, of course, being thunderstorms, as, you know, living in the Midwest, that's something that we have a lot of. So there's definitely never a shortage of doing an investigation and there being thunderstorms, especially, of course, in the spring. And while some may find this to be a stretch, I completely believe that, you know, the lightning that's being caused by the highly charged ions, the wind, the increase in temperature, the fluctuation in the barometric pressure, all the stuff that's happening during a thunderstorm, there's absolutely no reason why this would not cause an increase in paranormal activity. If a ghost is capable of drawing the temperature from an area in a room of course they would be able to do that during a thunderstorm if they're able to drain the energy out of batteries that you're using in any type of equipment that you're using then they're going to be capable of doing the exact same thing when there's a lightning storm going on outside not to mention that you know, your, if you take into consideration your emotions 
during the thunderstorm, especially while doing a paranormal investigation, your senses may be a little more higher. Your feelings may be more in tune. These are all things that you need to take into consideration. I know when we're doing a paranormal investigation and it's a thunderstorm or just, you know, rainstorm, the weather's kind of off, I'm excited. As compared to when it's the dead of summer and it's nighttime, but it's still like 88 degrees outside and it's twice as hot inside because the building hasn't had electricity in like 100 years and you're about to, you know, become a ghost yourself and start haunting the place. But you take that in comparison to what I like to call spooky season and, you know, the leaves are blowing, the trees are rattling at night and it's just perfect. You know, that energy that you bring into that investigation is going to completely change the whole situation. But that's a whole nother topic for a whole nother show. And I'm completely getting off the rails here since I ain't got Felicia to keep me on track. But let me let me get back to the bad weather. Let me actually let me hear what you guys have to think. If you guys have an opinion on this, I'd love to know if you think the weather has nothing to do with it. You know, let me know. Tell me why. I'd love to hear your opinion. If you agree with me, you know, I'd still I still want to know what you think about it. Tell me why you think that. So I think I'm gonna go ahead and cut it there. Some of these one-off kind of shows are gonna some are gonna be shorter, some are gonna be longer. I kind of like doing some of these just pinpoint kind of uh, topic shows. Just throwing my opinion out there. Like I said, let me hear yours. You know, I don't know how pinpoint this one was. I was kind of all over the place, but uh, hopefully, you know, you enjoyed it, got the idea of kind of what I was saying behind it. And I think I, you know, kind of have an idea on what I want to do kind of this my next episode if I do another solo episode here in the near future on like the type of energy that you're bringing into the investigation. So if you got anything on that, hit me up. Let me know. I'd love to hear your points on it. All right. So if you want to find us on social media, you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Just search Until Dawn Podcast and we should pop up. If you want to shoot us an email, the address is untildawnpodcast at gmail.com. Or if you want to go ahead and give us a call, shoot us a text message, you can do so at 913-703-DAWN. Also, before we get out of here, I want to mention, if you haven't already done so, please go and rate and review us on iTunes. It would be a great help to the podcast and make it easier for more people to find the show. And, you know, let me know if you kind of like these little one-off you know, pinpoint topic shows and, you know, I'll keep doing them. So until next time, I'm Koi and this is until dawn.